You are listening to Noteworthy Differences. It's my pleasure to introduce uh, another special guest, and this is Your Evil Boyfriend, uh, Diego, a Canadian dance music producer known for his captivating blend of uh, jaded super sores, uh, distorted pianos, and vocal lead tracks in genres like future bass, dubstep, and club music. His musical journey began in Peru and found its stride in Canada, where he has achieved notable success. Uh, Diego's uh, Collaboration with uh, Brunetti on Back to the uh, Start charted in the top 47 on Beatport's dance charts, while his collaboration with Christopher Tapia Hold Me uh, reached the number one spot on the main stage Beatport release charts. With additional collaborations and support from influential blogs such as UFO Network, True Sounds, Monsoon Seasons, For Everyone Now, and EDM Nations, Diego's talents and creativity continue to leave a lasting impact. Please join me in welcoming your evil boyfriend and an exceptional artist whose music embraces both light and darkness, inviting us on a powerful journey of self-expression. Also, Diego uh, briefly writes that he didn't come up with the artist's name, a girl gave it to him, um, and he's come up to embrace the good in his dark side so that translated into his music and this is your evil boyfriend hey welcome to the show bonjour mister what is up you want to talk about like um how do you develop your unique style or you know what influence what influences um have shaped it so do you want to know the story of how like i got mm, started definitely so this all started as an accident bro like okay. i didn't want to get into music because i love music <laughs> what happened was is uh i went to school for chemistry right and uh the first year out i went to this like um barbecue dinner that uh my dad's company like uh was throwing and then like i met this old guy and then he was like hey, man so like what are you doing and i'm just like hey uh i'm trying to get pizza hut to like hire me and like they want to hire me and then he was like yo do you want to go to mexico and become a miner I'll send you next week if you want. I'm like, sure. And I didn't think anything of it. Turns out this guy was like the VP of the company. And then he literally bought me a ticket and he's just like, yo, just like go to Sonora in Mexico. And uh, yeah. So while I was there, like the job was cool and all. And like, I got to like see like Jaguars running through the mine or whatever. And like the cartel came by once and that was sketchy, but like there was nothing to do after work. So then I'd like hmm. started practicing DJing with my computer and I was like, okay, cool. When, uh, I came back to Canada. I uh, convinced my, I think it was my mom. Like I told her like, Hey, can you give me like a controller? Can you buy me one, please? So she bought me one. I started practicing and like, I got, I guess I got like confident in my skills because I don't know, you're just a young guy with like admissions and you think you're the best. And uh, yeah, I entered a DJ competition. I think I ended up second or whatever. And then that day, the day after, like I got offered a residency at another club, <laughs> like my first show. I go play that club and then this girl um, hears me DJ and then she offers me a residency at another club and I'm just like, okay. So I just kept playing and I ended up like open up for like a festival or whatever. I play internationally and I was like, wow, okay. And I'm still yet to like make any music. So then yeah. 
at one point I was like, hey, I should probably try to get better slots. I kept opening, which is not bad, but I wanted to do like the big hardware. So what I wanted to do was yeah. uh, I wanted to do like the big hardware stuff. And I was just mm. kind of like, all right, well, I should probably learn how to make music. And then I started like getting into it. And then the more I did, I was like, oh, I actually kind of like doing this. So that's <laughs> how it started. <laughs> yeah, all by accident. Yeah. Good things happen by accident, right? Yeah. And like, I don't know, man, like I just saw, I just saw like the guys that were DJing, like just pulling on mm. cock rails and I was like, that, damn, that's cool. So there was that women motivated. Let's see what else. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like the, the first people that got me gigs, like shout mm. out to like, what was the name of the bar? Celtic bar, whatever. Then the guy who gave me a gig was Lee. Then the other girl was Annie. And then I just started DJing all over Vancouver. I played at the university. I played like the main festival at the university. That was pretty cool. That was like a sea of people in front of me. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I got into production. Like my style gets influenced a lot by skateboarding. Yeah. So when I was younger, I used to skateboard a lot. Then when I started going to clubs, I was like, you know, like hip hop's kind of cool. Like I like what this sounds like. I didn't care for the lyrics and the violence, but I just like how it sounded. I... Couldn't really understand what uh, the rappers were saying half the time, but I was just like, yeah, like this is a cool sound. So I guess it's like a combination of like electronic music, hip hop, and just like being like an emo kid. Cause like, you know, um, when you skateboard, you usually listen to rock. So that's my influence. So nice, nice. And did, did have you collabed actually um, recently with anyone? Uh, right now, I just collabed with a heavy metal singer, this girl named Kelsey Lowell. Uh, I basically like going on soundbetter.com, which is like where you hire singers to like work on your stuff or whatever. And then I found out she was from Vancouver. So I found out her Instagram and I called her. I was like, you want to be friends? And then she was like, sure, I'll be friends. And then we hang out. So uh, yeah, yeah, that uh, that <laughs> song that we just wrote, it's called yeah. The Scent of You. Uh-huh. Have you ever uh, seen the movie The Perfume? No, not yet. Is it? Let me have a look. I'll look it up. Just Perfume, is it? Yeah, Perfume. Yeah. Movie? Yeah. yeah. There's like a major Wait, actor in it. I can just, the I story of perfume, like the story of a murderer or yeah. got one here for 2006. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That one. Did you say it was influenced by this movie? Yeah. So basically That's what happens, movie, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. spoil the movie, but basically <laughs> yeah. like, um, there's something about like perfume, which is like something that you kind of remember. Right. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm going to tell you some things that are kind of questionable. Um, <laughs> Basically, like, have you ever been with somebody that smells the same as somebody else because they wore the same perfume? Yeah. And then isn't that confusing? Because, like, memories get confused. And you're like, oh, yeah, I was with you. It's like, no, no, it was the other person. Oh, you know what I mean? I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So, like, that was kind of, like, the idea. I was like, oh, perfume is kind of strong. And then I was like, wait, that's happened to me before. And on top of that, like, sometimes, mm-hmm. like, there are certain smells that trigger, like, PTSD. Like, for example, yeah. if you... uh drink too much vodka the night before mm-hmm. right and then next time you like smell vodka you're like oh no no I, this is throwback to the washroom no thank you so that was the whole idea behind the song how about um like the emotions of themes that um inspire your music like how do you translate them into your tracks bro so like I, people don't believe me when i tell people this but like i have to be hungry to make music yeah because i'm in pain <laughs> Wow, so and the email like, really comes out, right? Uh, kind of. It's more like I have to distract, but if I'm hungry, they're pretty good. 
Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it goes. If I'm hungry, then I'll mm -hmm. look at something or like listen to something or yeah. like I'll eat something or I don't know. Like there's something about being in that state where you're just kind of slightly more focused. Mm -hmm. So what I try to do is like try to find something that would just have enough of a, I guess, like interest to me that would distract me from my hunger. And then if I'm able to conquer my hunger by this new activity or thing, like shiny yeah. new object, then I'm able to translate that into a, something. Now, okay. my music doesn't come out in the terms of like, I have like a gigantic um, genius idea and I write it down. I kind of just start with something. And then once I have like an idea that's like somewhat interesting, I'll like leave and I'll start looking at stuff that's like kind of funny. And I'll go back to it. It's like, oh, what if I make this song about this? Right? So like I have a song with my friend called Love's Alive. And uh, basically the whole track is about me like wanting to eat a fried chicken sandwich, but my friend's like celiac, so he can't eat bread. So <laughs> it's just all about okay. like, how do I eat this sandwich without like, <laughs> like killing my friend. But the lyrics kind of seems more like, oh, you mm. should like try to go in out with me because like I'm a fun girl. But the real, that original idea is like, I'm trying to mm. eat the sandwich, but my friend's going to die. He eats it. So... <laughs> I uh I kind of approach music in a sense of just like there's whatever's going on. Yeah. I'll make that into something that's like my idea, and then I'll mm -hmm. make it really vague. That way, the singer is like, okay, I know to I know what to do with that, versus like get to a specific. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, so that's my approach. Mm, so like, uh, in the future, we hear a juicy track from uh, your evil boyfriend, and you know, you just know that guy was hungry, right? Oh, 100%. I was definitely yeah, that guy was that. starving. That guy was, oh, that guy was uh, on the brink. That, that's that right. Was amazing. Was in the desert. It was in the desert on that one. Yeah. yeah desert, no water, just drop yeah. thirsty. Yeah. Just the, uh, um, just producing juicy tracks. Yeah. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Could you, but like, uh, apart from that, I mean, that that's kind of an unexpected source of inspiration, but do you have any other unexpected source of inspiration that's, uh, you know, influenced your music or overall creative? Well, like, what making else? music kind of sucks in the way that, like, yeah. you know, well, I mean, you're Australian, right? Yeah. So I'm sure you've heard, like, surfers complain about, like, oh, well, the weather looks amazing today, but I couldn't catch any waves. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so sounds, it's kinda... sounds so Australian. Great job, by the way, on that Australian right. accent. Yep. Uh, I didn't even try to make it Australian. I'll, I'll try it better. I'll say something like right. <laughs> that was better. I was definitely yeah. being sarcastic in the first note, but you probably didn't pick up on that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically like sometimes like you're just like chilling and you'll get this like inspiration to like write something, but you might be like eating or you might be doing something that's completely related to music or like you're too far away from your computer. So Hopefully what you're trying to do is been in the ocean as much as you can. That way, when the wave comes, you can ride it. If not, like you're kind of just waiting to be in the right place. So that's mm -hmm. kind of how it happens. Like I, I also watch a lot of anime. So yeah. I get a lot of ideas from like funny anime. Like there's this one right now that I'm watching that is basically like a retired Yakuza dad that became like a health husband. So <laughs> everything that he does, like even cooking or like taking yeah. out the dog or whatever is like super gangster. <laughs> mm, what's it called it sounds interesting sounds funny uh i can't remember the name of it's, it's on netflix I'll, I'll look it up right now and then, yeah you i think it's like house husband. Yeah. house husband house husband 
but if not no actually yeah, man, yeah, yeah that is the way yeah it's the way, the way of the house husband yeah yeah and netflix i missed this this would have been cool yeah i'll probably watch it later on yeah cool. each episode is like 10 minutes okay it's awesome just little snippets yeah <laughs> that's, <laughs> they're that's so cool. funny that's cool hey um like in the in the dance industry do you reckon it's fast-paced um in what sense I mean, like the way everything's moving, like progressing, like uh, the the trends uh, and whatnot. So, like, just looking at it in the sense of like staying innovative or you know pushing boundaries. You know, you seem like someone that will push boundaries a lot. Like, okay, how do you how do you so, stay true to your original original sort of vision? Yeah, in this so fast paced industry. My vision for my artist project is just to make you think about stuff that you haven't thought about. Okay. Like, for example, like every song is about like love, being a better person. You know what I, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's more like, you know, like growth or be positive or like super dark. Like I'm addicted to like some sort of drug or whatever. And then my music's like kind of random. It's like, well, have you ever thought about like not eating cheese? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it's like, it's like that. So what I've noticed with my other friends is um, mm. that are successful. Like we're Fury. I have three friends that are playing EDC right now. So like nostalgics, sabai, and a chill. What they do is just like try to find like a either like look really interesting on social media or make their music like really good on the songwriting aspect. So what I try to do is like I try to adapt a little bit of what could be um, a genre that I like in terms of like how the structure is written out, but I make the subject yeah. of the song slightly different. That way, when you hear a song by me, it's more like, oh, okay, so like it sounds like the in the world, but it's its own little avenue. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, so, no, that's like, right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Another example would be like, you know, how like a lot of rappers think about having money and you know, um, having a bunch of women around them. Well, there's something like Juice World that just kept talking about his anxiety and how he like wants to kill himself, right? So yeah. that's an angle, but it's still in the same genre. So hmm. there's that. Yeah. So I just focus on different themes. The yep. sound doesn't really matter. Well, I, mm. I, I do care about the sound, right? But it's not my... The theme over. drives it. Yeah. Gotcha. What's your typical creative process? You know, when you start a new track, what's the... Um, he said you get inspiration from like, let's say, everyday things, right? Yeah. see things maybe in the perspective um could you tell us the typical creative process again like just the um yeah let's say you're yeah wanting to create a, a new track or does it just not does it just happen spontaneously so lay, lay that out thing. a little bit yeah sure so so if i'm in like a role and i want to write every day then every day i'll just sit down and write until something sounds good right those are the days where i'm like the most productive where I'm like lazy and I don't know when to write. Cause for me, the, the hardest thing is not writing. It's just actually open up my computer and be like, okay, I'm going to write now. Right. So things that mm -hmm. inspire me in terms of like my process, um, I guess would it be, and this is kind of like an exercise that my buddy and I came up with a while ago is that um, one mm -hmm. way that I start my music is like, he'll send me like a sample that is absolute trash. So the other day he sent me a uh, cats with autotune. Right? Yeah, like and this then, is on purpose trash, or is he trying to send you his music and you're just uh you you call like a trash? <laughs> no, no, he, he's trying to mess with me. Like he's gotcha. just straight up like trying to just make a song with it. Yeah. 
right gotcha. and yep. then he's just like yeah so you have 30 minutes make a song and i'm like what the hell am i supposed to do with this and like it's kind of forced my brain to just write quickly and then and that process of like me coming up with something that like may not necessarily be inspiring but because i'm trying to get creative on something that i don't like to make it like it that's like one way that i approach like making music it's like how do i make this like not want to like delete it you know and then mm. the other thing that i do is like i'll find like really interesting drums and then that's for me sometimes enough to like be like oh yeah 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 i'm i'm in like a spaceship or like no no i'm neo now or like i'm like chilling in a zen i try to put a lot of like visuals to what i'm doing that way like mm. i guess if you're thinking about from a painting perspective i want to make sure i have the right colors because i don't want to be putting pastel with like neon so I add like visual cues to make sure that like what I'm trying to do stays, you know, within what I want to do. Cause sometimes yeah. I'll like put like mustard on like ice cream and I'll be like, what are you doing? They're like, Oh shit. Right, 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 right. Remember the picture. <laughs> so yeah. That, that tasted bitter with your yeah. visualization there. <laughs> <laughs> you tell us about like any exciting projects or co uh, collaborations you have in the works or uh, do you have any, um, do, you ha do you have like a particular envision for your music evolving for the future? Um, I have like a funny song that I'm working on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I have this friend in Australia. He lives in that city with the A, Adelaide, whatever. Adelaide. Yeah, there. He lives there. He owns a restaurant. So, he, South a Australia, base. mate. Oh, okay. South. I totally thought it was in the Northwest. I, I'm so <laughs> bad at Australian geography. Damn, okay. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like I reached out to him and mm. I was like, yo, bro, do you want to make like drum and bass track? Because like that's mm. hot right now. Yeah. And he's like a really good drum and bass producer. And then while we like were writing about it, I was like, you know, like this song kind of feels like it's talking about changes. Right. And then I was like, well, if we just make the general song about changes, I think that's kind of boring. So then I, I forgot what I was doing, but somehow I saw red and I was like, yo, what if we find a singer that has just turned 18 and wants to talk about becoming from a girl to becoming a woman? So basically write a song about her first period. So that's the song that we're working on right now. And she mm. was down to sing it. We found a singer. Yeah. Interesting. Where'd so you find that? I, I don't know. The band founder. So somewhere mm. in Australia. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's in the works at the moment. Yeah, it's almost done. We're just trying to like master it right now. But how, uh, yeah. How long is so it? What's the process in like going to the song? Like, how long does it take to produce like one song? Like, what, what do you reckon? Like, work? Maybe if you calculate or rough, rough estimate on like, um, Working hours, how many hours do you reckon it takes to produce a song? So it depends. So because I have that stupid exercise of like the half an hour to finish a song, my yeah. brain has gone into like, I can finish a full song in three hours, right? Mm -hmm. From the starting idea to all the way to like, okay, this is ready to be mixed and like find a singer. However, when you call up, you can't do that. You have to uh, kind of like go back and forth and be like, yo, what do you think about this? And then if the other person like likes it, then you write over it. And you kind of keep going. So for this particular song, I think we're at like 15 hours. Yeah. Just because like mm -hmm. what I sent him, he took the beginning and then he deleted my drop, which fair enough, because it wasn't the right sound. 
and then he wrote like a drop and like a verse for it and then i didn't like some stuff that he did so i swapped some stuff and then we started fighting which is normal and then you got, um, got dropped bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so sure. basically like after we stopped fighting we said all the differences um we kind of really like hey, i think we we're like happy with this and then we were like hey now find a singer and then we found the singer yeah. i think her name is claire okay. and then um yeah she like started singing and then she like did like a take and it was not perfect so then i kind of sang back to it and then they started making fun of me because i can't sing so it's like yo bro like we have a hit just auto tune you the hell out of you and i was like screw you guys i hate you all and then uh, she sang what i sang <laughs> and then yeah now we're just trying to uh mix and master it noise yeah. and hours. um and just before uh i think i didn't mention it earlier but just to let everyone know that you know you do have a website that you offer mastering for people yeah so would you still do that or yeah 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 i I offer mixing and mastering so basically um what i do right now is if because i stream every tuesday on twitch and uh yeah we're gonna drop your twitch as well for sure thank you um i basically give people feedback on their music on tuesdays on twitch and uh what i've realized Mm, is they call in or they email prior no, no, no. I just go live and then yeah. they start trolling in the chat and then uh-huh. I tell them to submit the tracks in the Discord. Mm, okay. How long do the streams go for? Maybe I should try try catch one. When you when you're live, just send me a message. Uh Tuesday, 9 p.m. Pacific, every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh yeah, for sure. I'll I'll, I'll message you next time I'm live. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, like it started out like <laughs> we didn't think people were gonna be listening to us because it's me and my homie that do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then um yeah, so basically, we just start talking to each other about whatever, and then we'll start playing like random music. So what we do is, every stream we like try to hate on a new genre that doesn't exist. So we'll do like uh, all genres, feedback accepted, except Mongolian jazz. And I'm just like, what's that? I'm like, I don't know. It sounds made up, right? Okay, cool. We're hating on that genre today. Yeah. So whenever <laughs> someone submits, <laughs> we're just like. Hey, is this Mongolian jazz? And they're like, Yeah, it is. I'm just like, and so we like ban people for a little bit and then come back. Like, why'd you ban me? He's like, Oh, sorry, I thought you like broke the rules. And then (laughs) it's just about like roasting people, but like in a helpful way. So Mm -hmm. I I ask people, right? I'm like, hey, so um if I know if I hear a song and I know this person's like just started out in their music career, I'm not gonna destroy them because that's not encouraging. But I'll be like, hey, so I'm just gonna give you like general stuff that way you can work on something. If it's like somebody I know has been working on music for like a little bit, I'll just straight up roast them and I'll be like, sorry if you don't like reality. And if someone's like like really good, I'll like suggest something creative that way I'll like go push their music to the next level. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I do. But a lot of people have like really good um writing, but their mixing and mastering sucks. So I started kind of be like, hey, so if you wanna get your music to sound better, you can maybe potentially pitch it to labels, send it to me, I'll adjust your volumes and then everything will be good. That way you have like a better product that people will be looking to sign because at the end of the day, labels don't care if you mix their master yourself, they just want it to sound good. So yeah, that's kind of how it started. And what else? Do you have any other other services there, or is just I think that's it at the moment? Well, I'll, I'll some drop your, people, um, I'll link you, I'll reference you on the website. But yeah, anything else? Uh, well, some people like I don't offer this, I don't promote this. Basically, like I have this other service that I offer, which is um, promotion for their music, because um, a lot of artists what they do is they'll put their song up on SoundCloud, or then just sign up for a district kit and then release their music. 
and then be mad about well, like how come I'm not getting streams? Now, the type of artists that I work with, which is a few, um, they are like serious about their music. So they usually get referred to me. I don't really reach out to people to, you know, that want to like promote their music or whatever. I help around like five artists right now. And all I do is I just run their Facebook and Instagram ads for them. And I tell them like things that they could do on like their ads to improve them. I am by no means like a social media master. I just know how to do ads well. So I help my, a couple of my homies run their ads and stuff like that. So that is service that I offer, but like, I don't promote it. So yeah. <laughs> Last question. This is uh, unique to the show, right? Um, what would you like to be known for uh, when you pass on? I basically, whenever someone talks about me, he's like, ah, that guy. Yeah, he was interesting. That's it. So thanks for coming on and uh, having a chat. Hell appreciate yeah. appreciate your time, Diego. This is uh, your evil boyfriend. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You are listening to Noteworthy Differences.